You're with Cape Talk. This is Pepper Hudson on lunch. My guest on the couch today is not a comrades champion. He's not a national record holder. His name isn't appearing yet in any racing history books, but he is using his sport to achieve something really amazing. His name is Sandiso Lalapi. He is preparing to tackle a sort of different kind of marathon later this month because he's going to be running over 100 kilometers in one day from one township to another and specifically between high schools in those townships. And it's all in the service of raising awareness around mental health. Sandiso, it's great to have you with us. Thanks for popping into studio. Thank you so much, Pippa. I'm quite excited to be here. You're not a professional athlete. You're, you're an administrator, direct access for a day job, I know. How does that guy end up running hundreds of kilometers across Cape Town? Um, I think it's just, it's just when you realize that you cannot, you cannot keep your separate life from your work life. Yep. It's one life. I mean, Sandiso has one life. And, and, and what affects me at home affects me at work, especially when I spend more hours at work yeah, than I do at good home. Point. So it's, it's, it's trying to separate those and pretending as if mental health is not a challenge, it's not something that we go through, mm. is quite a difficult thing. And, uh, and gone are the days where we can tell people, leave your problems at the door. Yeah. And you've been very frank about discussing the problems yeah. you've had. Sandy, so this is a crusade you've undertaken from a very personal place. Tell us a little bit about your story. Yeah, definitely. I think... Um, th- th- uh, most people will agree that COVID had forced us to into some quite uh, challenging times, mm. and uh, at least for the most of us. Um, for me, it was it was uh, I guess an opportunity to be able to face myself and 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 uh, kind of forced myself to to pre- to stop pretending who I was. Oh wow! And yeah. actually, just face the fact that I'm not the person I, I I thought I was, and and. And that that brought down a lot of depression and anxiety, um, and brought up a whole lot of other things that were not resolved. And so, in in seeking assistance, and that I started, uh, I I got involved into running, and uh, which is something I always did. It's just this time yep. it, it became a, a more for health reasons. It's one thing to say and recognize I'm really struggling. And as you say, I, I don't think it's almost everybody. I don't think there's a person alive who wasn't affected in some way by what yeah. we all went through. And some people dealt with it quietly and in quiet desperation, if I can borrow the phrase. But yeah. you, you made the brave decision that you would seek help. It's not yeah. an easy thing to do, is it, Sandeesan? It's not easy. It's, it's not easy. I mean, even for me, I mean, it sounds like it, I don't feel so brave. Let me mm. put it that way. I don't feel. I think for me, I my running started as a as as a seek for help, as a cry for help to say like I need help. I don't know what I'm doing, um, but I can run. This mm. this is why I'm running because I have this challenge. I'm not quite sure how it really really works. Um, this year is going to be my third time doing the run. The first time I did it, I felt exactly that. I ran with my clothes to change; they were all on my back. Yeah. And, and I thought to myself, I need help. And, and, and I know that I'm not the only one. There are a lot more people that are struggling with, with depression and anxiety on an everyday basis. And those people are not necessarily sitting at home or in some mental health institution. They actually get into their cars and they drive to work. Yeah, It's sort of some sort of a functional um, depression type of thing. And sometimes they don't feel like doing it, but they, they, they continue to do it anyway. And I felt like it's some. I feel like it's something that we need to be talking more about instead of suffering in silence. 
So three years in a row, you've put those tackies on and hit the road and run. And I mean, this year, I know the aim is you're going to start in Camps Bay. You are going to finish in Fishhook. Along the way, you're visiting a high school in Masipumalela. You're going to a high school in Lunga, um, I believe your own, I think, old school. Yes, yes. Uh, along the way, you're through Googs, Philippi, Delft, Mfuleni, and ending in Kailicha. It's it's a long, long physical way that you're running. Yes. That's a lot of talking to do along the way as well. Firstly, yes. compliments to your lung capacity for having one. <laughs> takes to do all of that but I mean in all seriousness when you've done this previously what's the message you share when you get to those high schools and and have the chance to address those kids so this this is the first time that we're actually getting into the townships um, okay and the the, the 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 I suppose the message the message is is, is we want to say is there's life after this step you're not your current situation you can be more than what you think you are mm. I I, you know, one one of the things that I look back as a, as a, as I was sharing that uh, uh, as, as whenever I think back about my high school days and I think about uh, about depression and that I realize that I've been depressed my whole life. I don't remember a time where where suicide was not an option. Sure. So this now appearing when I'm 36 years old or rather 35 years old, and I realize I was like, man, this is such a problem. Imagine how many still struggle with the same. And I remember being in my own high school. So I thought, let me go to Kulani High School in Langa. Mm. Let me speak to my former teachers and see if this is something that could benefit the kids. And they were like, yeah, definitely it would. Because we have kids that struggle everywhere. Yeah. I mean, every, almost every other high school has kids that struggle. I mean, they're everywhere in our townships. So I thought this would probably be perfect so, so that I can be able to share my own experiences to how I was able to get out of that. But also... Um, as unhealthy it was, my coping ways, but just to let them know, they can hear it from somebody that has been in their shoes to say, listen, we're more than our current situations. Yeah. We, we can be above that. We can rise above that. And it's possible. It's not the end. I'm talking to a young man named uh, Sandiso Tlalapi, who is later this month going to set off on over 100 kilometers of running between townships of Cape Town, taking with him a message of the importance of caring for your mental health and being aware of the importance of holding on to hope. You know, last night I attended a, a function that the education department ran for top achievers among the metrics yeah. of last year. And Sandiso, the last category of awards they handed out was to kids who had succeeded despite mm. the challenges that they faced. And they yeah. didn't go into detail specifying what those challenges were. Yeah. But you could see that every person walking up on that stage had not had the same journey to get there and that some of them had had to fight a whole lot harder and face obstacles that the person sitting next to them couldn't have imagined yeah. when they sat down to write their metric papers. Yeah. It was a real reminder, uh, as you say, that so many people are going through daily life going to work, going to school, going through the motions of living mm. when underneath it all they are desperate for help. Exactly. And uh, I mean, what, what is the impact that you hope to have? What do you think it'll mean to somebody who's maybe sitting in a high school feeling that way to have you walk into the school and address them? Um, I, if, if any impact, I'd say one thing is, is what we'd, I'd like us to achieve on the day is, is survival is not the end. See, when you're in that stage, uh, Pippa, what, what tends to happen is when you're in a surviving mode is it's hard for me to see tomorrow because all I worry about is breakfast, mm -hmm. lunch, and supper. And as soon as I finish supper, the next day I'm worried about breakfast again. Mm -hmm. So it's hard for me to be able to imagine sometimes even high, even university in terms of what I want to be and you wake up one day, you don't know what you ever wanted to be. 
So if anything is to be able to create a vision and allow the the surviving person to be able to open up their their mind to possibilities in, that are bigger than just the next meal, mm. that are bigger than just roof over my head, that are bigger than 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 what they see in front of them, and that's the goal. If we could be able to open up and and tap into and tap into that mindset where people see more than what they are at the very moment and and help them become the best version of themselves. Sandiso, the running, as you've said, was something that you sort of was part of your therapy, if we can call it yes. that, your way of dealing with what you were coping with. We all know the physical and emotional benefits of, of running. Exercise yeah. releases endorphins. It releases the hormones that make us feel better. Yeah. Um, it's not to say that that is the answer for everybody listening, but are you hoping that you might inspire some of the people you pass along the way to join you on the road? Definitely. It's it's a team effort. You know, like uh, Sandy So is only is only one part of this. The bigger, the bigger, the bigger part is those who can who can influence more lives. I can only maybe influence one person with my run. Running the running part, I look at it as a very small part of this mm. whole initiative because it's much bigger. It takes a team effort. Yeah, I welcome everyone that's able to. If you feel like you can run five kilometers and then get back into your car on the road, <laughs> that's fantastic. That's going to be powerful because it's going to send the message. Everyone will be able to see this is happening. And we'll try and have uh, placards and, and, and some sort of a flag that kind of symbolizes as to what it is that we're trying to do. So the more, the merrier, definitely. And then, of course, the big dream behind it. You hope to be able to, to get things rolling towards the vision of having a dedicated mental health facility of some kind in Kailicha. What, yeah. what, what, what would that, if you had Blue Sky thinking, if somebody was to come today and say, I'll write you a check, what do you <laughs> want it to look like, Sandiso? So the, the, the vision is to have a 24-hour available mental fitness center. Um, and the, the challenge is, um, I always look at it the fact that I'm, I'm very fortunate to be able to afford a medical aid mm-hmm. and uh, to be able to, 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 to talk to a psychiatrist. Yeah. I know a family member that's not able to do that. Yeah. Um, and uh, when an anxiety attack comes, some, I don't know what to do. I worry sometimes. I'm like, I don't know what I'm going to do when she gets that attack. Yeah. And so what if the, if there's a place that was available where I could be able to take it? Because our public system is so packed up sometimes that they, they're not able to assist them with that, with that anxiety attack. Yeah. So the aim is to be able to have that 24-hour mental, me, mental fitness center and so the, to be able to help calm them down so they can be able to go back uh, to, to their lives and continue doing what they need to do. Mm. And the, that's the first aim. The second aim is to be able to also provide some, those who are interested in exercises, be able to, to, to perform those exercises that will help them to be able to manage, it, manage the anxiety and the stresses from home because there are techniques that are available to be able yep. to assist those. So with professionals that will be available to us to, to, to provide that service, that will be available for them in Kailisha, then eventually in the future in other, part, in other, in other townships. Amazing. Yeah. Now, in terms of making that vision a reality, how can our <laughs> listeners help? I know you're undertaking this run on the 23rd of March. And as I mentioned, starting off in Camps Bay, ending <laughs> off in Kailicha, along the way, visiting a number of schools in Masi, in Langa, in Googs, in yeah. Philippi, in Delft, in Umfuleni. It's a big, big day for you. Besides keeping an eye out for you on the ro- road and giving you a hoot of encouragement if we drive past <laughs> you, what else yes. would, would help? Is there a backer buddy page? Have you got corporate support? How, how can listeners contribute? 
it to your vision? Um, go ahead. Talk to us on 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 four in Bilo. One if four in Bilo. Four, four in Bilo. That's on Instagram. Okay. It's the number four I M P. I L O for Imbilo. It's the number four Imbilo. That's an Instagram page. Go ahead, send us a DM. You can feel free to contact on me on my number as well. I'm okay. available on the number 073-106-9344. If anything, I'm not rigid when it comes to when it comes to to this day. If there's one thing that we've done, we've set out a route that we're going to be using on the day. Let us know how you wish to be get to to get involved. One of the things I would like to do would like to keep these memories for the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, um, okay, I'm not trying not to be emotional. Just to keep this memory so that they can be able to look back. Oh. And um, I think if if one thing that 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 always helps is being able to to look back and see where you come from and and and, and where you are. And one of those ways that would be really great is being able to to document the whole thing. So that we, we, we can keep that for ourselves and so we can oh. continue having that going forward. The kids will always be able to look back and so use that and, and other programs we'll have with them. So if perhaps there is a photographer listening who yeah. might be have some time free on the 23rd of March, <laughs> I'm just putting it out there into yeah. the universe. Uh, so I just want to say good luck to you. And um, I hope that everything goes smoothly for you in terms of the actual running on the 23rd yeah. of March. But more importantly, I hope that that message lands on fertile ground and that those kids absorb what you're saying to them about holding on to hope, about not being afraid to ask for help yes. and about recognizing the importance of mental health as well as physical. Thank you for what you're doing and good luck to you on the 23rd of March. Definitely. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to me today. It's been amazing having you with us. Sunday Sotlalapi and 4 Impilo. If you're looking for them on Instagram, it's the digit 4 and then I am P-I-L-O. His number is 073-106-9444. And if you're driving and couldn't write that down, I've done so. You're welcome to pop me an email after the show.